I'm hurting still. I'm still trying to understand what's going on with me for real. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be, you know, and I'm still trying to make sense of what my place is in all this. How am I going to be able to tell, you know, the 3,000 people in this room without having to utter a word, you know? That's the main thing, and that's the reason why I chose that song specifically. I wish the World of Dance gave me more time because they only gave us about three minutes, but I was going to add, you know, the part in there where I'm like, where he's like, I grieve different. You know, it wasn't just a matter of me losing my homie and he can't really be here to see this. It was more so like, bro, like I keep killing myself over and over and over emotionally, spiritually, mentally, so I could be this a better individual the next day. I'm still grieving me from yesterday. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today we got a special guest. He's the Red Bull All Styles Dance winner. He's a World of Dance headliner. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Kid Nimbus. Um, let's see. A little about me. Um, I've been dancing, like, in totality since, like, I was butt to when I'm good for, like, uh say 14 years i've been in this thing professionally for about six seven um actually seven years in january uh see some some cool little things about me um i won world of dance my first time going in 2018 uh man i got to judge and showcase 2019 um 2021 that was covid so didn't really do anything with that um 2021 is when i got to host which was very cool and then uh this year was my, I like to call it like my senior year. I got to, uh, got to headline, which was really dope. Um, work with Red, uh, World of Dance, or I'm sorry, Red Bull Dancer Style. Working with Red Bull, super cool. Um, so I won in, I won the Chicago qualifier in 20, 2021. I made it to finals for the Chicago to- qualifier in 2022. Um, the national finals, I made it to uh, semifinals in 2021 and then 2022 i made it national finals for top eight bro i didn't even know red bull had that many dance events yeah (laughs) dude man like it's crazy like because they got they got the dancer style you know and then they got um bc1 which is like specifically for the b-boys you know um and then they they, i mean they got like a whole bunch of stuff i didn't even know they had like a dance thing too until i was like all right cool like that would be really dope um and it was fun because like I think it was in 2020 before like the pandemic hit they were like um they actually had listed all the uh, people that they were going to bring in because it was invitational it was fun because like I was like man like I'm like watch I really want to get do that and then they canceled it obviously because of COVID and then when uh 2021 came around um I got an email they're like yeah would you want to do it I was like what I'm like absolutely you know what I'm saying and so then when I won that year I was like like, like, I'm holding this trophy right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm shocked. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're going to get you this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Send you out to Washington, D.C. Never been to D.C. too, so I was I was geeking. I was like, this is crazy. Like, what? Hey, but did they give you wings? Man, listen, I, <laughs> I felt like I could fly, bro. <laughs> like, and they flew me everywhere, so... In the in the truest sense, yeah. <laughs> hey, shit, I guess they gave you some wings, huh? Hey, tell them get you the little pin type shit. On me, on me. Let's discuss that headlining, man. You know, I I watched the video they just put it out on the World of Dance page, and even you had mentioned 
you know, it was really personal for you that you weren't even going to post it or you didn't feel like posting it unless they shared it themselves. And for you, you know, that song itself is very, it's a, it's a conversation within himself. And it was very personal. And for you, the way that you put on the performance, it, it showed how your emotions were coming out. So go ahead and talk about that and the significance of that performance. After Red Bull uh, 2021, like the U.S. finals, right? Um, I was like, all right, like I need to change something. And I think the biggest thing for me was because I had been doing this, you know, professional dance thing for like, six years you know and throughout that entire time like I was always doing something like detrimental in order for me to um be better you know and I, and I like I compared like I'm a big comic book nerd you know what I'm saying so I like I compared it to symbiote you know what I'm saying like spider-man got the black suit and shit and like like it made him stronger for sure but like it was really like fucking him up in the inside you know and so I noticed that um I was like man like I always compared myself to somebody else you know what I'm saying, or like either my dance, my 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 ability, or um, just my journey. Um, I was always, you know, feeding into the rah rah. Like, oh, like you know, a thousand, a million people could be like, nah, man, you killed it. But then there's like a couple of bums, a couple of bums somewhere. They're like, yeah, nah, he didn't really do that well. So I mean, yeah, he's all right, you know. And I would feed into that versus all the positivity and love that was coming the other way. And um, you know, I, after the Red Bull, I was like, okay, like, I need to start undoing this because it's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't win that year, but I won, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was the one that people were talking about. And so that entire year, I was going through it. I'm like, all right, like, healing isn't healing isn't isn't clean. It's not, you know, it's not pretty. Um, I had to have a lot of self-talks with myself. Um, I injured my knee. I had like bursitis, so like my knee swelled up like three times as Mike. I had no idea what I did, you know. And I'm like, damn, like <sighs> every battle I was in pain in, every performance that I was supposed to have, like I was supposed to do something for like I was supposed to go over the country and or like somewhere across the country and do a showcase, didn't happen. I was supposed to do something for TED Talk, didn't happen. You know, I was supposed to um, do like a whole bunch of things that just didn't happen. And I'm sitting here, I'm like. <sighs> Like, man, I got, I, I don't know how I'm feeling, you know, the injury, the, 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 the self-healing. And then of course, like all the missed opportunities, I was just like, damn, like, all right, you know, and on top of everything else, when my homie was like, yeah, you know, DeAndre, he, um, him and the castle, you know, they pulled some strings in order for me to actually be the showcase for World of Dance. I was like, all right, like, if this goes through, God willing, I got something to say, right? And so... I got to that stage and um, it was heartfelt because number one, like I had a homie who actually introduced me to everything, like all this world of dance, Red Bull, you know, dance battle, this, this, just this environment in general. He passed away in 2019, you know? And so I was like, damn, like he's not here, but I got my homies up there and I really want to do this shit with him, you know? And so those were the two that came out. Yeah. Yeah. A Spade and um, Lejean. And it was fun because I like, I, it was it was two things that I really want to express, right? I wanted to let the first part just be me and really, like, let it out dance-wise, which you don't really get to see nowadays because it's, like, it's just content and, you know, content, reels, views, likes, etc. Like, nobody's really expressing themselves anymore, you know? And uh, the second thing was I'm, like, I want to be able to make sure I have fun if I do get a platform like that, you know? Like, if people do get this, this hit, get to touch the stage, they get all serious or... 
know, they're like, oh, man, I got to da-da-da-da. And it's like, nah, like, I'm going to go up there and jug. Like, I'm going to just be like, all right, because, like, when else am I really going to be able to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. The part I posted was, like, the fun part, you know, where, like, everybody was really enjoying it, all the cool stuff. But in the beginning, I'm like, nah, like, this is super personal. Like, if you're here in this building, you get to witness this. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't want to minimize the beginning of that to just content. So I'm like, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait for Wad to post it. And then when they do, um, then I'll let y'all know you guys can see it. But that's not something I will post just specifically because of how personal it was to me and what I was trying to express. You could tell how personal the performance itself was, how expressive you were. And you're very intentional with all of your movements. But before we move forward, there were a couple things you said that I want to ask about. Mm -hmm. You mentioned you have these toxic behaviors, in a sense, that are detrimental to you. What what would you say are some of those detrimental behaviors, aside from comparing yourself to others? Because everybody has that quality. Everybody's always looking at somebody else and saying, either I can be better or what about them is better than me. If I see somebody that's doing very, very well, it, this is how it used to be. Um, I've, I've gotten a lot better with it. Um, but like if I see somebody who was doing very, very well, like I was like, damn, like, why isn't it me? What am I doing that's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Or like, let's say I lose a battle somewhere or lose a competition. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, like, am I bad? Like, what was I doing that I haven't done? Like, I'm doing good in like the lab or like when I'm training now that I'm here where it actually matters. Like, what's what am, what am I doing wrong? You know, and so I would wouldn't look at that as just, OK, like a lack in ability for that specific moment. I will look at that as a lack in and just my art in general, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, like, maybe I'm not who I say I am, you know what I'm saying? Or it was it was to a point where I would go to these events and I would be like, man, all right, like, I'm not appreciating people's movement anymore, you know what I'm saying? There'd be some really dope motherfuckers in that building, and I'm like, man, like, just being in that presence and being able to learn in person is a different experience, you know? I'm not looking from a from an appreciative standpoint. I'm looking at it from like, all right, can I beat this person in a battle? What's this person got over me that I don't have? You know, and it wasn't something I would ever voice, you know what I'm saying? But it was something that I felt and it was something that I mean, I might talk to the homies about it. But even then, like, I still didn't like it, you know, and I'm like, sure, it's helping me kind of like pinpoint on where I can do what I can do to beat them or be better. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm like. That sounds like a cynical motherfucker. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like somebody who actually just likes to do this. And I started out doing this thing because I like to do it. It brought me joy. Like, I was having fun, you know? And um, and I just, I didn't like the way it started to reflect in my dance, right? Because when I would go and perform or when I would go to compete, like, you could see it. Like, there was a tone and there was a point in time where I'm not smiling in my movement anymore. You know? And that's important. Like, if I'm doing this and I'm not having fun, like why what's the point you know what i'm saying the money is cool traveling is cool meeting different people celebrities brands you name it that's cool but if i'm not enjoying it what's the point you know what i'm saying and so that's what put me in a point where i'm like i gotta run it back because i don't like the way it made me feel spiritually you start to feel this emptiness inside you 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 feel this hollowness that is never gonna be fulfilled because you're chasing this feeling of okay people's the way people view me is going to be my fulfillment and the success in a sense, the success in winning the competition. Now you're saying, well, this is the only thing that matters to me. The way that 
I'm viewed in the public eye. But you're not enjoying the battles. You're not you're not enjoying the art. You're not enjoying just like you said the movement, which I think is the most important part of being a yeah. dancer. <laughs> Once again, I think back to everybody kind of is in that position where we're always trying to be the best at what we do. We don't want anybody to say, "Oh, I'm better than you." I'm better than you in this sense because you fucking sucked at this one skill. You're right, though. Like, it was to a point where I would sit and I would look and I'm like, dang, like, I, and that was the, I think that was the most significant part of DC, right? Because after the competition, I didn't win, but I set the tone for that night. Like, that's it. I didn't need a trophy because the trophy was, it spoke volumes. Like, in that room, it, it filmed on caffeine, you know? So, like, everybody across the country was watching this. I was getting hella DMs, you know? And so... I was just sitting at the, I remember this specifically, I was walking with my girl, and we were sitting um, at the uh, Capitol building, you know, there's nobody outside, right? like, it's just me and her, and I was just looking up, and I was just like, I'm laughing, because I'm like, bro, you know, it's so funny, I'm like, at this point, if you're gonna, and this is, this is the other toxic trait, was me feeding into the negativity of that other people were bringing me, right, or their expectations, and I was like, at this point, if you say something about that's like negative about my movement or my art. It's like, you look stupid now. You know what I'm saying? But, and even though I was happy about that, in the back of my mind, I was like, now what? What do you think it is got you to this point though? This point of caring about what others think. You know, I, I think about, and you're probably gonna be like, how the fuck did he know that? But I think about how you mentioned in one of your interviews that you were just kind of the person that was in the background growing up. You were just this person that you wanted to make a name for yourself in a sense. Yeah, you were doing sports, but you still weren't that person. You weren't that person that people were looking at like, damn, I need to be like him. Do you feel like, one, that was part of it, and two, if it's not, where did it stem from then? I didn't want to go back to being invisible, bro. Like, I think a lot of times when people, like, talk about high school or just, you know, whenever they were in an environment where they were just, like, being picked on specifically, like... That's terrible. Like, that feels like shit, you know? But what's worse than, you know, people treating you terrible is people looking right through you as if you didn't exist. I hated that. Like, I didn't like that. Like, I'm, and mind you, I'm like, I'm way too talented and I got way too much heart. And I didn't even know I had that much at the time. I didn't like know how to verbalize it, but I felt it, right? I was like, there's no way that y'all are really looking through this. It's crazy, right? And so when I was doing these sports, I was like, bro, I'm not him. And I, and I, physically, I'm not him yet. You know what I'm saying? I would join track and like, I was a late bloomer, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really start feeding into my muscles and shit until like sophomore year. But when I was a freshman, I still had like the body of a like fucking middle schooler. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, like, these niggas are six foot one, 15 years old and they're running crazy sprints i'm like bro i can't keep up with that shit like there's no way you know when i actually finally got into dance and i started with mike um and and lejean and kevin and jude and devin you know these people who i knew in high school and really good friends you know it was like all right like this is my moment to where i get to shade into shade myself into the point where like you can't tell me that he's just an average joe no more you know i like that's why i really there was a um a particular performance i wanted to do was like the spring assembly you know i'm like and i we busted our ass to do that to perform in front of these high school niggas that don't care you know um and so after that i wanted to just keep pushing myself and what started out as something healthy it turned into oh man you're losing it because and in my mind if they're noticing him 
back in the day, like, and I'm getting better with it now, but like, if they're noticing him, they're not paying attention to you, you know? And if they're noticing him, he's eating, you're not eating anymore. So what are you going to do? And if you don't do anything to keep up with the, that attention, you're going to go back to being invisible again. And you know how that feels. You're not trying to feel like that. So what are you going to do? And this is like a mental conversation that would be within myself. And it would be like, damn, like, all right. That's some deep shit that n I think nobody wants to admit at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to have that conversation with themselves and say, hey, I'm, I care what people think. I'm afraid to be that person that nobody looks at, that nobody notices. And I, you know, I used to think about that all the time, that one day when we're old, the only thing that you'll have to speak for you is what you've made, the things you've accomplished, the things you've done. And that kind of goes back to, you know, what you mentioned to me. Once you win these trophies, once you win these awards, that's all it is now. Yeah, it's history, but when it comes to something that is a niche, nobody is really going to give a fuck. Yeah, and it's crazy. So to me, say I won a podcast award, nobody's going to give a fuck because that's particular to me. When you win an all-styles dance battle, the people who are in the dance community give a fuck but nobody's going to give a fuck from the normal, everyday life living person. Exactly, bruh. It's so crazy you say that. But it's back to square one. It's about learning to love dancing again. It's about learning to love your art again. And that's why when you mentioned that shit to me, that you lost that passion, you lost that fire, you lost the true meaning of it. I understood that shit because there's many weeks where I come on here and I don't understand what I'm saying anymore. I'm just kind of talking the talk and I'm saying bullshit because I know it's going to kind of feed into what I need. I feel like for a, a while I did lose the emotion aspect. Yeah, I, I felt feelings, but I never I didn't feel them as strongly as I felt before. So let's get back to square one, realizing why we did it realizing what we need from it and what it's still giving to us and what we're giving to the art. Thanks. One last thing before we move forward, talking about your world of dance performance, you mentioned self-healing, healing from your knee physically, healing your spirit. But what broke you to get to that point? It was a, it was just a, uh, an accumulation of both. Um, Cause mind you, like, up until uh, before I had that injury, I was fine. I was I was good. Like I'm like all right. Like I'm in my prime. You know what I'm saying. I'm I know my body is matched up with my mind in order for me to like put out the art that I want to. Uh, my videos were cracked, all of them. You know what I'm saying. And I was just like all right. Like ain't nothing can stop you, right? You'd be feeling like the shit. Yeah, I was like, bro, I'm like I feel like him right now. Like and and mind you. Like, prior to me getting myself injured, I went to a competition that I didn't even make it past prelims for. And then I made, and I actually brought a trophy home. And I was like, nah, I feel like him right now. So then I injured my knee, swollen like a golf ball, and now it's like, all right, dude, you can't move anymore. You know what I'm saying? And even when you can move, it's not going to be the same because you're still, fig you're like, subconsciously, I'm like, all right, I don't know when, I don't want to do anything to mess it up, right? And it was bad, like... My knee would swell up like this, 
and then it would slowly go down. But if I stood on it too long, it's here again. And then it would, you know what I'm saying, to do the same. And I'm like, okay, I can't even walk on it for real. There's no way I could dance on it. And I think what really made me sit back and be like, shoot, was when I went to New Orleans, right? After the competition was over, you know, I made top eight. I went back to my hotel and I'm just like, bro, like, never again. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to let this feeling happen again because even though I couldn't necessarily dance, I could have been working on something, you know. And while I was sitting there waiting for my knee to heal, my mind still needed tweaking and tuning, you know. And I thought I was fine. And then after I get, after everything is all said and done, everybody's like, you okay? And then they're like, oh, you know, it's just a competition. I was even mad about the competition. I'm set, you know what I'm saying? I'm top eight in the country right now. Don't even worry about it. But in here, I'm like, bro, like, I could have did so much. Yeah, I'm like, bro, like, just what the hell, you know? Um, and so after that, I'm like, no, nah, I need to kick it into high gear. Like, I need to really sit down, really tweak this out, talk to whoever, you know what I'm saying? Sit my ass down, because that's the only reason I'm not healing for real. Um, and and really, like, get down to the nitty-gritty and be like, all right, cool, recenter. Like, here's what you're going to do going forward. And it's going to look ugly, but it's either that or you're still going to continue to feel like this. And I told myself, I'm like, I'm not doing that no more. I feel like I'm missing it. What what was it that broke you? You know, yeah, you you lost this competition. Your knee got hurt. You were already broken at this point. What was it that got you to that point? It was the idea and the thought of what could have been. You know what I'm saying? Um, because after everything was done, right, like, I, I sat in that room and I had to think. I just thought to myself, it was a silence or whatever, and it was like, Imagine who would be or how your night would be going had you won that night, you know? And I had to really sit down and think about it because I wasn't out here to win. But now that this, me being in this hotel room by myself, not nobody's rushing up to me for interviews or whatever. I didn't make I didn't make finals. I didn't make semifinals. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't walk away with anything. I didn't even make an impact in the room. I didn't like that because now I felt invisible. I felt exactly how I did back in high school. I'm like, oh, no. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here in my hotel room, like, watching Atlanta on Hulu. I had to sit there and pause it, bro. I'm like, nah. Like, nah, there's no way. And that was really what got me. That's that's what I was like, no. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, this feeling is all too familiar. I don't like this. Because now I'm all, all of a sudden, I'm a re- average Joe. And mind you, of course, people aren't going to straight up ignore you, but you can tell. You know what I'm saying? You can tell when people who may have held you to a certain esteem are just like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, all right. Anywho, what would we doing? Now you're just the hometown hero. You're 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 not the national hero. You're the hometown hero that never left. Mm-hmm. Sad boys for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that broke me, bro. <laughs> you found yourself in one of those moments where you were just all alone. You were sitting down thinking about everything that could have happened and when you mentioned that you said it was the possibility of what would have happened if i won that shit hit and that's a new episode bro that you just gave me an idea for an entirely (laughs) new episode these are the thoughts that race through your head you're on grind mode you're always thinking about what's next how do i become the next big thing how do i make sure that my name is remembered and for me I used to always think about what could have been when it came to relationships. 
when it came to what could have I been with this person who I no longer speak to? What could have been with my friends who are now happily in relationships, basically married, had they not met that person? What would our relationships look like? How long would have they been around me and how much more often? And I'm an overthinker in that sense, man. I, I, I always overthink about these situations that you have no control over. But on top of that, there's another constant thing that I think about. And it's where am I going? Just like you. Mm. We consistently think about, okay, fuck. My life isn't necessarily the most glamorous right now. I could be a lot farther down this road, but I don't know the next step to get there. And it, it's just something that it's hard to think about. But lately, my life's been a lot more loud. I got so many different things going on that I don't even take the time to sit down and speak to myself to really understand who I want to be. And for you, you've dealt with this imposter syndrome for so, so long. Mm -hmm. You've created so many posts on Instagram, so many stories that say... I need a break from social media. I need to go heal. I need to go do this. Recently, I took a screenshot. I don't know if you get screenshot uh, notifications, but I took a screenshot of one of those. And you mentioned how five years ago or for the past five years, you've been so focused on comparing yourself to other people and that this past year was about self-healing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Where does this imposter syndrome even stem from? It's a few places. The biggest one was, um, I think, being so good in a, in a certain area and then going somewhere else and then not being that. And then I finally become that again. And then I get into another pool. Like, I was constantly putting myself, I was constantly being the smaller fish somewhere else and then slowly growing to where I was the bigger fish and then jumping into a bigger pond, you know? And it was good because... All it did was encourage me to grow. Like, that was the dope part, right? But eventually, I started getting into different ponds where it's like, I'm growing, and people are like, no, you're still a small fish, though. What, what you mean? Like, I just did all this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you didn't do this. Okay. I go and do it. Yeah, but you didn't do this. <sighs> okay. Sure. I did this, too. And in the only, and it seemed like at the time the only people who were saying that oh, like no you got it like you're good were my friends and of course like they're your friends you know what I'm saying they're supposed to say like excuse me they're supposed to be like yeah you know you got it da 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 but I'm like no y'all are my friends though like y'all supposed to say that you know what I'm saying like y'all supposed to let me know that I'm doing well but if I go in this particular area and I've done all this shit and nobody knows. I, like even an inkling maybe like one or two people but if nobody's looking at me like i'm really i'm really can do something with this something's wrong right and it wasn't until i actually learned that it was like yo okay actually there's a lot of jealous individuals in this thing um there's a lot of people who wouldn't give me that even if i did do it there's a situation where um somebody was talking mad shit though me and him are good now but i think at the time he was talking mad shit i didn't even hear it from him i heard it from other people and the things that he was saying, I was like, I did that. What do you mean? Like, I'm, I am I, did all of that. Like, the only reason I'm not, I don't talk about it enough is because I don't feel like I need to. But clearly, if somebody's going and saying this about me, like, what do you want? Like, 
fuck, my whole back, the like a good quarter of my room, a fourth of my room is trophies and plaques. Like, what do you want to see that I haven't done already? Oh, you want the footage? I could pull up the link for you, you know? But it was like, he's like, nah, well, you still didn't do this, that, and the third. And how much did this person do? I don't want to speak on, bro, too much. But <laughs> uh, but he, he he's dope in his own right, you know what I mean? But I was like, I was like, yo, like, what really you know what i'm saying i'm like and this and this would really affect me because now i'm not paying attention to all these accomplishments i did i'm still paying attention to bro ass you know what i'm saying i'm like he's sitting there saying this about me man fuck me just winning this whatever rah, 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 winning a free tesla for a weekend i'm worried about what bro is saying over across the country like ain't nobody worried about that tesla right now bro like i'm trying to you know what i'm saying like he said i got the tesla for the free bro right and i'm sitting there worried about what bro finna say because and then eventually like the things that the not just him but other people were saying i started to internalize that right i would win a competition and let's say they had a whole bunch of heavy hitters right super super dope people from across the country in my mind, I would go, oh, well, I knew all the music, though, so that's why. Or, you know, let's say I would win and I didn't really feel too much of a challenge. Somebody In my mind, I would go, oh, well, there wasn't any really anybody to challenge you. You know what I'm saying? I kept minimizing the victory. Yeah, and to the point where that became the normal. I, hate, I hated it. That's just crazy because we we always find a way to minimize these victories. We always find a way to downplay exactly what we did. <laughs> you're fucking over. I can't get over that story that you're over here worrying about what somebody is saying across the country just because, you know, you, you have that internal struggle with yourself. And it's not it's not one of those easy things to just automatically heal. It comes from a long line of, you know, tr- I would say trauma. Yeah, definitely. Trauma that you go through with not only the people that you grow up around, but I'm sure this probably comes from your family as well. It comes from the environment you grew up in and just not being, I guess, I, because like I said, I don't know that much about yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> but it shows in people growing up when you're not given that praise, when you're not given what you need, you start to downplay exactly the all the accomplishments you've earned. And I've done that to myself where, you know, I just had that shit happen to me today with my dad. I, w- I was talking to him the day. I'm like, yeah, I need to do this. He's like, why? And I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean why? He's like, just do something else. And I'll, I'll get into that at, off camera. But he's like, just go do something else with, with it. I'm like, what? I'm like, bro, I did not just put in hundreds of thousands of hours into some shit to just move on from that shit. Especially with dance, too, bro. Like... People, when they think of the arts or whatever, right, and they think of making a career off of it, you don't think of dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think of, let's say, like, in the terms, in the realms of hip-hop, they think music, right? So, let's say they'll sing, they'll, they'll rap, they'll write, they'll produce, whatever, right? People don't think about that with dance. When I bring up dance to, like, let's say family, like, oh, that's cool, you know, but, you know, my niece, or let's say not even, like, a grandparent, but just somebody else who's a lot significantly older, like, 20 years older, right? I dance. Oh, that's cool. You know, my daughter does TikTok. What the fuck? Yeah, cool, but you know I just flew across the country, right? All expenses paid for that. This isn't TikTok, you know what I'm saying? But, so, like, that too, right? I'm like, I got people telling me, oh, yeah, you know, that's, that's just dancing, though. ain't nothing about it. I'm like, bro, like, 
if people really understood, like, dance is what makes a song popping. That's the difference between it going, oh, this is cool, versus... That shit's a hit. Yeah. What was it? Uh, I just want to rolly, rolly, rolly. Why did that song go crazy? Do you feel me? Like, bag after bag. All that. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's crazy. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, bro, like, aside from, like, dancers and maybe other niggas in hip-hop, like, people don't even look at this as an actual career or something of value for real, aside from it just being, okay, that's fun. It's cool little, cool little art form. But, you know, it ain't nothing for real. And it's like, nah. So that's another thing that got to me. Real quick, we got to give a shout out to them. Shout out D-Lo, shout out A.O. Oh, Tao. Yeah. yeah. They understand because they're dancers first. You know what I mean? Like, like A.O., Tao, D-Lo, like, they understand that dance has a relevance with music. And I feel like if anybody started off as a dancer first, they know. You know what I mean? Like, and there's a lot of cats now who, let's say old, old cats who are, who were dancing back in the day, shoot. And now their idea and the way they formulate music, top tier. You know what I'm saying? There will be no, but there was no musical artist better. Yeah, like, like because at the end of the day, like, if you know how to move your body, you understand what it takes for you to actually get you to that point. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, somebody can make music, but I, my buddy A Spade, right? He's a producer. He danced first. He understands what makes people move for real. He understands the importance of it. You know, I got into DJ and recently, you know, I I think I'm raw now. I'm setting up a residency because I know how to dance. I know what I'm listening for. And I know if it gets me moving, I know it's going to get somebody average moving. I got to give it to you, bro. I, I really do because, you know, you mentioned how people don't really know. Outside of the dance community, people aren't really going to know, like, you per se and you mentioned the blue check mark before in previous interviews as well but i fucking knew and you know i'm not a dancer i just want to say that shit you know i i i've heard your name around and i follow a couple different dancers and you know for for us to be able to you know get together and chop it up i think that shit's dope because now people get to know the story even deeper. People know who you are as a person, and it's definitely a lot more in-depth than any interview I found on you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. So <laughs> Once again, it all comes back to square one. You've been able to do these ad campaigns. You've been able to travel. You've, you've headlined World of Dance. You've done all these crazy things. You've gone viral. But when we talked, you mentioned that I'm still not where I want to be. I'm still not the biggest dancer in the world. I'm still not the biggest artist in the world. I'm still almost in the same position that I would be in if I didn't dance. And that's due to you having a great career outside of dance that nobody knows about. (laughs) Peter Parker with it. (laughs) But this feeling of the imposter syndrome continues to come back to you. That you're not good enough for this shit. That you're not good enough to be mentioned in these top tier names. And even though there's those moments where you're like, damn, I'm the best at this shit. You went on the news and said I'm top five. You still have this feeling returning of I'm not good enough. So without this fulfillment, why continue to dance? I know I have a habit of self-depreciation for sure, but I'm not a loser. Like, I'm not, I'm not a loser, you know, and I'm not the type of person to throw his hands up, at least without giving it a fair shot, you know. Um, 
and time and time again, you know, I come back to square one after doing everything. And it's like, you would think, right? Like if I was a rapper and I've done everything equitable for dance and rap, I'd be on right now. You know what I'm saying? I'd be touring across the country or the, the world really, but I'm not. And it sucks, you know, but that's just the environment that I'm dealing with. However, at the very least, it makes me happy. Like, I like the way it feels when I am moving, when I'm sweating, when I'm listening to this music, when I hear a fire song come on, you know? And I like I like the way it inspires me or inspires other people to do this, too. You know what I'm saying? I'll get a random message um, with, like, terrible grammar and, like, my uh, DM request on Instagram and somebody from France is hitting me up and saying, man, like, you really inspire me. Like, that's the reason why I keep going, you know? Like, I have homies who I like to think they're just, they're, I'm not, they're out of, they're in a whole different world, you know what I'm saying? If I'm on the moon, they're the fucking sun, you know what I'm saying? And they'll sit there and they'll tell me, they're like, yeah, nah, dude, like, thank you. Like, keep going, because that's inspiring to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, They'll tell me, they're like, yo, like, despite everything that they've done, and they've, you know, done the celebrity competition wins, et cetera, et cetera, and they're like, nah, bro, like, you really inspire me. Thank you for being the individual who you are. That's enough for me, you know? And, of course, I'm human, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just in our nature to want more. But I think what really continues to push me is to understand that it's not just about me. Um, It's about you know, what the feeling that it gives other people. Because, you know, I have somebody who's telling me, oh, yeah, you know, I'm depressed too, but I actually watch your videos a lot. They don't even follow me. You know what I'm saying? They'd just be like, yeah, like, I just love coming back to your videos because it's, like, not necessarily the movement, but the intention and the emotion behind it. Like, that keeps me going. That's that's the biggest thing for me. And I would be doing a huge disservice if I just said, no, I'm not going to do it all because I'm just – naming a random brand out there i have no affiliation with it whatsoever um but like i'd be doing myself a disservice let's say coca-cola was like yeah no i think we're gonna go in a different direction so i'm gonna quit but you have some kid who probably can't even dance in his own country due to laws which is a real thing you know i'm saying looking at my instagram and being like man i feel that you know so that's the reason why i keep going with it at the end of the day i get clouded with a whole bunch of other um a whole bunch of other, you know, goals and motives, but that's the main thing that's keeping me afloat, regardless of the competitions or brand deals. And it all comes back to square one. And that's why I titled that shit, bro. Uh, <laughs> you said that shit. Man, I had to listen to your message like 10 times, I swear to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's saying a lot here, but what do I take from it? How do I take this and make it into something? Yeah. And sometimes we overlook that. We overlook the fact that it's art. It's art in its truest form, and it's us in our truest form. Because this is our form of self-expression, whether it's dance, whether it's music, whether it's just talking, whether it's asking people questions and understanding who they are. That's who you are at your deepest, deepest root. So for you, how is mu- not music, but how has dance helped you in this journey of learning who you are and in your journey of self-expression. I think it's it's shown me the ugliest parts of myself, you know? I mean, of course, it's like just like life situation that's just been like, all right, cool, like, 
you know what I'm saying? This is life and it's gonna you're gonna get you're gonna feel some type of way about it, like let's say a car broke down or whatever, but like dance is one of those things where it's like I have an option to not do this. I could not do this and I'll still be cool. You know what I'm saying? I can still pay my bills, I can find other things that'll make me happy, you know what I'm saying? But I continue to do this because it shows me the ugliest parts of myself and I think that everybody needs that but not everybody has the courage to actually put themselves in that environment. You know what I mean? Like I've seen myself completely flip 180. I like to consider myself, um, you know, a very humble individual. I've seen myself actually act cocky. You know what I'm saying? And I had to check myself. I've seen myself be a very grateful individual, uh, individual. And then actually, no, it turns out I was actually kind of selfish in that moment. You know what I mean? And I, and I have to sit back and look in the footage. Never lies the footage never lies because even though let's say you know i'm feeling this that and the third yada 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 well the movement is saying that you still need to do this not in a physical sense or artistic sense but in a um emotional sense and it's like i could see that translating you know what i mean i i tell this to my homie deandre all the time i'm like bro like you can really tell somebody's intention with their movement you know what i mean like at least in the the dance world it's like if you see somebody move in a certain way and they're telling you something else it's like okay i know you're lying you know you sit there like i'll give you an example right i have somebody and they're they're dope they're really really cracked they're just raw you know done all these things and they will sit there on social media yeah man you know you just got to believe in yourself and you know da 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 i hate that shit yeah and then it's like i met you in person and then all of a sudden you you're not what what is this you know what I'm saying? If you see me, I'm going to be saying the exact same thing you saw on social media. I don't care. That's who I am. But a lot of people put on that persona, you know? And so, um, yeah, that's 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 the main thing. I, it, it shows me who I am, you know? And it allows me to improve on that because I've been shown that ugly side. And now I can actually tweak it, you know? I don't, I don't think I'll ever get to a point where I'm like, I'm perfect. I'm good now, like... Don't worry about me, but I know I'll be better than I was the day before, and I think that's the most important part for it. I'm gonna have to start doing the drink drink champs. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start doing that shit. I feel that in the truest sense because you know that used to be my favorite caption, low key. I'm not perfect, but I'm just trying to be better than I was the day before. And everybody is searching for this perfect person. But everybody's definition of a perfect person is different, just like everybody's definition of a success is different than every other person. So who's to decide what's a perfect person? What's the perfect values in somebody who you want to be? And to bring it all around back, you mentioned that the way people move, their intentions are truly shown. You're very intentional with your movements. You're very intentional with the songs you choose, the things you do, and the performances you put on. So for you to have chosen Kendrick Lamar's song... United in Grief. For you to choose his song, United in Grief, the lyrics specifically say, What is a house with a better view, a family broken in variables? What is a rapper with jewelry, a way that I show my maturity? And I just took, you know four lines from there one bar specifically because it's showing the inner conflict he's having with himself the inner conversation he's asking himself these questions that 
he's giving you his answer to. What is a house with a better view? We think about this white picket fence. We think about these nice-ass houses that the richest people in the world have. And it's a broken family. Why is this family broken? To him, it may be because he sacrificed so much that now he doesn't have a relationship with his family. He doesn't have a relationship with his kids or his wife. Maybe it's broken because he doesn't have anybody to share it with. I have these nice things in my life, but now I'm broken because I don't have anything to show for it in reality. And you chose this song specifically, I feel, because you have these inner conversations with yourself. These inner conversations of, I'm this ugly-ass person right now, so how do I change? How do I become a better person? But go ahead and touch on that. What did this song mean to you, and what did these lyrics mean to you? When it comes down to music, I don't just look at you know, the lyrics, I look at everything. I, I love music. I'm a nerd. Like, I love it, you know? And so it was the combination of the piano in the beginning. It was a combination of him putting in his therapist, you know? Like, if you derive yourself from, you know, whatever he said, you know? Um, and it was a combination of what he was actually saying in his lyrics. All of that, right? Because now, if I'm having a conversation with somebody... And I'm just saying, it's like, all right, well, you're going to lose it, right? But what's cool about it was he was actually breaking up what he was saying in chunks. You know what I'm saying? It was like, what's this, da 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 Then the piano comes in. Boom. What is this, that, and the third? Boom. Da-da-da-da. And I'm like, all right. Number one, he's asking himself. He's talking to his therapist. You know what I'm saying? And he's actually using the piano as question marks i don't know if like and that was something super clever you know what i'm saying like after every certain stanza or however it is i'm not a super i'm not a poet so i don't know what it's called but like after every little thing it was like a question mark and i'm sitting here i'm like okay if i'm dancing and i want this inner dialogue to come out in my dance how is it going to be the best way for not just me to feel that but also the audience to see it because imagine if i just started out going it's like okay cool that was a great showcase but you didn't do anything you did something that i could have seen on the street for real you know there was a lot of people who went in there and just chose a random song because they know it was gonna seem cool i was like i could have chose anything i could have chose something from the drake album you know what i'm saying like i could have chose massive from honestly never mind did some house movements and i would have called it a day right but i didn't want to just be a showcase I wanted to put on an art show, you know, and everybody in that room was like, yo, like, I feel that now. It stems beyond just the views because now I'm actually, I have something to get off my chest. I'm hurting still. I'm still trying to understand what's going on with me for real. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be, you know, and I'm still trying to make sense of what my place is in all this. How am I going to be able to tell, you know, the 3,000 people in this room without having to utter a word, you know? That's the main thing, and that's the reason why I chose that song specifically. I wish the World of Dance gave me more time because they only gave us about three minutes, but I was going to add, you know, the part in there where I'm like, where he's like, I grieve different. You know, it wasn't just a matter of me losing my homie and he can't really be here to see this. It was more so like, 
bro, like I keep killing myself over and over and over emotionally, spiritually, mentally, so I could be this a better individual the next day. I'm still grieving me from yesterday, you know. Um, and so that's the main thing I wanted to portray in the performance. That was the that was the ultimate goal, and I, I'm glad you actually felt it because I'm like, it gives me some solace that I'm like, all right, it wasn't in vain. <laughs> I'm a journalist, bro, so I got to look deeper. I got to I gotta notice these things. But you can tell with the facial expressions, you can tell with the movements that there's, there's deeper. There's something deeper than just somebody, like you said, who will just pick a song and say, do a fucking, do the bop, hit the folks, do something basic, and move on. Man, I just want to thank you for the conversation. Of course. Thank you. This shit was dope. I think that you hit on a lot of good points and I want to leave off on your closing. Your just your closing, bro. I think that there is a lot more to touch on there. But it's always better to leave the people wanting more. That's gonna be all for today. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. Sad boys for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.